0: Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to week six of the podcast. The coach and the prof here with you again. It's Thursday night. We're watching another terrible NFL game. And somehow, someway, our Tennessee balls remain undefeated after going to LSU to get the big win on the road. And now we face the, quote, unquote, best team in the country with the Alabama Crimson Tide rolled into Knoxville. Not true. Good evening, everyone. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Prof, what's up? What's new? How's it going?
1: You can't convince me they're the best team in the nation this year. I'm sorry. They're they're not. I Even with Bryce Young, they're still a great team, but they are nowhere near the unbeatable team that they've been in the past. I don't know who the best team is. I don't believe it's Ohio State, even though they're getting a lot of first-place rankings. That I just probably will refuse to ever believe that. They also don't really play. Let's not forget how they looked against Notre Dame, the only like real team they played this season. Yeah, it wasn't pretty.
0: Yeah, it's but, crazy because normally in college football, you have like four supreme teams, and, and arguably you can make the same case this year. But all of the top four have shown complete weaknesses. Um, and it's fun because our, our Tennessee balls somehow, some way, are, are sitting right there to be number six uh, in the nation. And luckily, I'll be in attendance for the game. The current line is Tennessee's catching seven and a half – as a home dog, um, reports are Bryce Young will most likely be back for the game. Tennessee's star wide receiver Cedric Tillman will probably be out for the game. And so uh, I know for you and I both, as, as solid Tennessee fans, we're used to the schlacking that we get every year from Alabama. But this year seems to be a little bit different. If I'm being honest with you, I'm scared that Bama might come in, have something to prove. about <laughs> been playing, playing so shaky throughout the year. Uh, That does scare me a bit. Um, You know, is this the narrative of the game that Alabama seems to get it back on track to show they're a national championship team? Or does Tennessee find a way to hang tough? I know we both have played the number seven and a half uh, because we're home Tennessee fans. Uh, But Tennessee does have the number one offense in the nation statistically. um, And I do think it's going to be a high-scoring game, and Tennessee probably will have to score – upwards of 30 to 40 points to win this game, in my opinion. Um,
1: Yeah, in the words of the SEC short, you're going to score 60 and we're going to score, like, 58. That's right. Uh, I I think it could very well be that. uh, The problem with this year's game is Tennessee has never had this much hope against Alabama. Like, for the last 20 years, it's always been, yeah, we're going to lose. Like, hopefully we make it look closer interesting. But this – this year there's true belief in not only the cover, but like we can win this game, yeah. which is just going to make it really that much more painful. uh, If they murder us, I think we will accept a close loss depending on how the loss happens, but I think we would walk away still kind of happy. But we need to win at least one between Bama, Georgia, and Kentucky. Yeah. we got to win one of those. I would hope we take two out of three out of there if we want to be serious like SEC championship-type contenders. Right. But, I mean, already a great season. We're not going to have Tillman, I don't think, which is going to hurt more than it has with other teams. Uh, And if Bryce Young is fully healthy and playing, obviously that's bad news for us as well. But I I question whether or not he's actually going to be all the way there. With these kind of injuries, they usually take longer than that. Uh, but they smartly rested him, knowing they could get past A&M last week. But that had to be terrifying for how close that call almost got for them. Right.
0: Um, yeah, and, you know, the, the last time we saw Bryce Young, Texas had him on the ropes and probably should have beat him, uh, even with the fully healthy Bryce Young. So, again, there's definitely hope for us Tennessee fans. Um, I do like the play. I do like – well, I, obviously I played Tennessee plus seven and a half. Currently the line is seven. Uh, but I really do like that first half over number. Uh, it's one I'm probably going to play. I think both offenses will come out if Bryce Young plays with something to prove. Uh, Alabama's secondary is pretty shaky right now, uh, has has shown that. And so I'm going to play that over number uh, in the first half for sure. We'll just see where that number gets uh, officially.
1: And for the first time all season, Tennessee is getting points yep. in the first quarter. Uh as everyone probably knows, we have one of the most electrifying offenses in the nation, and we usually have a spread of about 7 to 11 to 12 in the first right. quarter in right. our favor. And for the first time, we are plus a full three yep. in the first quarter. Oh, yeah. man.
0: Yep. That's uh, enticing, isn't it?
1: That looks yummy. It
0: does. I agree. Um, anyways, a couple more college games. So it's a really good college football Saturday. Uh, Penn State travels to Michigan where they, too, are seven-point uh, underdogs. I love Penn State in the spot. I really do. Uh, if there's one play that I, I feel confident about right now, it's Penn State plus the points. Uh, Penn State's, quote-unquote, more battle-tested than Michigan. Uh, I'll be playing Penn State. And then also we have the big uh, battle on the West Coast where USC is – Uh, playing the old Utah Utes, uh, where currently Utah is a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, undefeated USC, Heisman candidate, Um, and so a lot of hype behind USC as well. Those three games kind of highlight the the college football slate for Saturday. Uh, There's been a lot of line movement throughout the week. Uh, you got got another rivalry game in Carolina at Duke. Carolina is a seven-point favorite on the road at Duke. So you got a lot of different rivalry games on the week. I will post more plays um, before the game, games I should say on Saturday. I don't have anything solid to talk about tonight except for that Tennessee game and the Penn State game that I have uh, a couple of, of good feelings about. The other one that we got to mention is is good old Georgia. Georgia continues to screw us uh, with that number, although they covered yeah. this past week. Uh, thankfully,
1: they did cover, but watching it was one of the most painful. Yeah. Experiences of how they got there.
0: It was. um, And they are hosting Vandy. They're 38-and-a-half point favorites against Vandy. Um, you think Georgia might could win a 51-0 game, something of that nature. But, again, uh, something else uh, to watch is how the Big 12 is shaking out. And two of the the, the top favorites to win the conference are battling each other this week with Oklahoma State and TCU. TCU is a home
1: favorite
0: three-and-a-half. That should be a really good game. Um, Oklahoma State is, is is right now. If you to look at the books, Oklahoma State is the favorite to win the Big 12. Um, but this really uh, yeah, but this matchup is a good one. There's a you know, Kansas State, Baylor, Oklahoma State, TCU are all right there. Uh if I had to pick one, I have no clue who I would pick.
1: Um I I mean, I watched the Oklahoma State game last week because I had a bet on it. And so that's the first time I had watched their full game. Right. I wasn't that impressed. Yeah with what I saw and TCU has looked good. Like, and also I think we have, we've gotten to the point where we have to just admit Kansas is a pretty legit team at yeah. like somehow right. out of it, with zero expectations. They, they are right. a good team. I agree. Uh, and so that was a big win by TCU to go into Kansas on game day, all the hype and still they pushed uh, depending on when you took it. If you got six and a half kudos to you instead of getting the seven. Right, uh, We called uh, it. I like TCU here and, and kind of to connect those, I like Kansas plus nine at Oklahoma. I know that's, that's not a contrarian play because the world is like off Oklahoma right now with right. how they've been. But Kansas, there's was a thing that came out that said like Kansas quarterback was injured and out, which wasn't true. I don't know how or why that happened, but I think you got to take Kansas plus nine too. I mean, how can you give up that many points?
0: Yep. I, I agree with that play. Uh, and then one other one I want to mention is let me find the number here before I say it. So yeah, Minnesota is on the road, um, going to Illinois, who's undefeated. Uh, Illinois is a six and a half point dog at home. I like Minnesota to win that game. I like Minnesota to cover that that number on the road. I know it's tough to to win on the road, especially being such a high a big time favorite. But I'm this is one that I want to continue to look at. But I think I like Minnesota in this spot. Um to be mm-hmm. Illinois at home by at least a touchdown. So their, their
1: their run game is yeah, impressive.
0: Yeah, it is. But like I said, a lot of intriguing matchups. I'll have probably a bigger card this week just because of of, of the good slate we have. But let's focus our attention on the NFL. Um, and it seems like uh the NFL is continuing to be it, it's tough to 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 find a trend in the NFL right now, in my opinion. Um, it seems like uh, it's it's a crazy place to bet right now. <laughs>
1: Things are literally all over the place. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looked like the second coming that everyone expected him to be at first, and now he has had two straight weeks, one against the Texans of looking awful, which, I mean, the Texans are better at home than they are on the road, but, I mean, still, it's the Texans, and they straight-up lost, not even anything else. They just lost to that team uh, after a couple weeks of hope that they were actually going to win the division. So. Man, that is yeah tough to swallow. But I will say, with that, I'm hopping back on the train. Uh, they are underdogs at the Colts. Yes, Jonathan Taylor will probably play, but let's let's look at the two games the Colts won this year. A game against Denver. Are we really counting that a win? No touchdowns, overtime. Uh, like nothing deserved to say they won that game. And two, uh, the Chiefs where the Chiefs. Missed a field goal, did a fake field goal because they haven't had Butker. Uh, a lot of weird things that the, the Chiefs did that day that were dumb and went wrong for them. Yeah. So I, I am fully, Matt Ryan looks lost and awful. I am confused by, like, they were supposed to be this great team. Their defense was going to be amazing. They're not. Maybe they'll figure it out eventually, but I trust Doug Peterson more as the coach to get a QB looking good and right. And I think Trevor Lawrence will be fine again. And I like the Jags as underdogs to win this game.
0: Yep, I agree with that. Um, let's do this. Give us your
1: favorite play of the week. Was that your favorite play of the week? Uh, no. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite <laughs> I, play of the week? I can't say that I would play that one strongly uh, as as my strongest favorite of the, of the week. But I do think it is a, a good play. Oh, am I really about to do this as my favorite play? Terrifying, terrifying to do this with my old QB, but we're going to trust old Kirk Cousins. Uh, Kirk Cousins is playing in his prime time game, 1 p.m. slot where people <laughs> don't have to pay attention. This is when he's at his best. Uh, but you can get the Vikings minus three and a half. It is at Miami, but Miami is on their third string quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Might clear concussion protocol in play, and that will change this a little bit. I do believe in Bridgewater to be a very functional NFL quarterback. But if he does not play, their defense is not great. They give up a ton of pass yards. Uh, Justin Jefferson had 100 yards almost in the first quarter alone last week. I think the Vikings are starting to figure it out with their new uh, coach and the offensive scheme. I just – I think they easily should win this by more than a field goal. Obviously I might buy it down to three just to be safe for that possible push and remove the hook. Uh, but I, I do think that is a, a hit for me. I also love the Bengals minus two. Again, I'm, I'm fading the Saints. Jameis Winston might or might not play again with whatever the back is going on. Camara looks great, but the Bengals are going to be prepared for Taysom Hill. I have no idea why last week that team was caught off guard by Taysom Hill running the ball when he was at right. quarterback, like right. below, that is what the man does. So what did they expect? I, I don't think we'll see that happen again with the Bengals. Uh, I think their offense has to get on track eventually. I mean, it has been absolutely ugly to this point, but I think they they have to get it going at some point. The Saints are a better team at home, but still I, I just think it's nice to get something under a field goal. I'm going to take the, the Bengals minus two there. Uh, Another play I like a lot, uh, a little contrarian probably, is Jets plus seven and a half yep. uh, at the Green Bay Packers. Yep. Packers have shown nothing this season to show this is the third straight week. They're going to be over a touchdown favorite. They have not covered, and then they lost outright also last week. And yet the, the books keep listing them as massive favorites. Their defense was supposed to be this amazing defense, top, top three defense, if not the best in the league and that is nowhere near the case at all. They can't stop anything, especially in the run game, and the Jets have a good run game. Uh, Their rookie, Brees, is looking great. Michael Carter is also not a bad running back. Uh, Yes, the Jets' wins have been kind of lucky up to this point, but I do believe in their head coach and them actually being a decent ball club, uh, enough to keep this within a touchdown. Plus, Aaron Rodgers has whatever's going on with his thumb. I mean, he's going to play, and like, but they already don't have a great passing game and no one to throw the ball to. So anything extra to make that even harder and more difficult for them. uh, No, thanks. Right now. There are two games. We do have to talk about whether or not we, we love them and want to bet them a whole lot is a whole different story. Uh, But Bill's chiefs, massive game rematch of probably one of the best playoff games ever uh, in NFL history. Uh, The chiefs at home getting points, uh, it was three. I think it touched three and a half for a half a second. Uh, now it's Chiefs two and a half. You gotta uh, with, take it right with the over under at 54. Uh, I, I, you can't play the under. I mean, they're like, if, if you bet that under, you are sweating the entire game. But the over is terrifying. That's a big number. But with these two quarterbacks and what they've shown consistently that they can do, I don't know how you don't bet the over here. The uh, The Chiefs' defense is not good, again, like everyone thought. The Bills' defense is good, uh, and they are getting healthier, but where their injuries are is still in the secondary, and uh, no thanks against Mahomes with that. But, yeah, I I don't know how you don't take the Chiefs at the points, uh, but you can't feel great about it.
0: (laughs) No, you can't. This is the first time Mahomes has been an underdog uh, against the spread at home in over four years.
1: That's that's not too surprising. Uh, I mean, why else would it be an underdog? And even in this game, it's kind of surprising uh that he's an underdog and it's the Bills who are a undisputed number one team right. in the entire NFL. Yep. Uh, the other team that could fight them for the number one spot, also a big primetime game, the Cowboys at the Eagles. Uh this game has the line has moved. It opened at five. Uh, and it has already moved all the way to Eagles uh, at six and a half.
0: Six and a half.
1: Yeah, that's terrifying. At least it's not the you full. You
0: to take the Cowboys in that spot, right? Six and a half is a ton of points.
1: The the, the smart play would tell you to take Cowboys. I'm not doing it. The, the 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 Eagles are an amazing team. Cooper Rush is has been phenomenal. But who has he played? Yeah. That's the other thing, like this is going to be by far the best defense that he has faced yet in his entire time
0: yep.
1: uh, as a starter in the NFL. And so I don't I can't trust him to get it done. Uh, he hasn't thrown me touchdown passes as it is. Zeke is Zeke looks fine, but Tony Pollard is better and they keep giving the, Zeke the ball more. Uh, but a strong play that I do like again, just like last week is the Eagles first half. It hit for us. Uh, Last week, barely it shouldn't have because the Cardinals did a a fake field goal or a fake punt uh, and almost crushed us. But it's minus three and a half again for that first half. Uh, If it ever touches minus three, for sure I'm playing it. I will still probably play minus three and a half. The Eagles have the number one first half offense, and it's not close, even over the Bills. And it it, the numbers aren't close on that. So probably my favorite play of that is Eagles first half. But if I'm playing full game. Probably playing the six and a half for the Eagles on the minus. Uh, and I'm probably playing the under. Both defenses are really good. And then the last game we gotta talk about is what are we doing watching the Broncos play yet another primetime game? Why? Why NFL? How many times do we have to watch this story with them? And also again with the AFC West. Like, come on.
0: I I, I don't think Anyone in the right mind can touch the Broncos right now, right? Like you, you like can't. four and a half is some weird, wonky number. Like you don't see many four and a half lines in the NFL, but I, I can't, I can't figure the Broncos out, and I really can't figure the Chargers out either. Uh, and they both seem to be uh, underachieving in a lot of different ways. That number is 45 and a half. That's a low number too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll have a play on that throughout the weekend. But so it just seems like a weird game to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna play it, you gotta play the four and a half. But I mean, we saw it happen last week with our hammer play of uh Chargers minus two. They the both coaches tried to blow that game. Like, that was Awful. The back to back pushes on my hammer plays of the week, that is absolutely miserable. Uh, I mean, it's not a loss. So I'll take that. But man, it just also, when your side should have hit and you're not getting to escape and happy for the push, that's just so painful. Right. Yeah. You you can't play the Broncos here. I might sprinkle the over uh, because the Chargers defense is not good. Right. Broncos defense is really good, but the Chargers offense is amazing. And so I think that can counteract enough to where. I think points will get put up here, but unders right now on the season are hitting, I think at a 65% clip. That's crazy. I looked, which is boring and awful for all of the watching and the betters never want unders, but that has been the play. Uh, And so far on this Thursday night football game, even with it, it being as low as 37 yet again, that was the play as uh, Justin Fields, I mean, my commander should be down 14-0. He blatantly overthrew a wide-open tight end on this uh, last drive they had and then threw the ball into the forehead for a pick, uh, and they got stuffed at the goal line on fourth and goal. So the the Bears are killing us. This over should be well on its way. We should already have easily 14, if not 17, points in this game uh, with eight minutes to play in the first half. Uh, but the most annoying thing of that is because they've been doing that, my commanders have had no field position the entire game, uh, which has been frustrating and annoying to watch so far. But, yeah, bet the under is the lesson of the night.
0: Yeah, it sucks because the under games are terrible to watch. Bad it's, it's so
1: boring. It's so boring.
0: Um, yeah. So, yeah, so like we said before, we'll be back with our official plays on Saturday morning and Sunday morning, and hopefully those will – Produce some winners for you guys. Uh, should be a good week in college football this week. Answer a lot of questions for us, especially us Tennessee fans. Uh, and then NFL continues to be good with, with two good games, the Chiefs and Bills and the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, and I'm looking forward to those games as well yeah um,
1: i think this is our punishment to get those good games we have to watch this game tonight to get to have a little fun sunday so seems like it
0: uh also the prop is killing the, the player props so maybe he'll grant us with some uh his player props uh for sunday we'll see what he has in, in store for us
1: we'll, we'll see what sneaky things we can find player props are very uh beneficial bets here in the season when there's so many games going on you can especially you can compare them between whatever different sites you use to bet on there's because there's so many, there's usually a lot of variety between what the total numbers are and what the payouts are between different sites because there's just so much. Uh, once you get into playoffs and later in the season and there's fewer games, those tighten up a whole lot uh, and become a lot more difficult. Of course, the most dangerous uh, thing with that within football is injuries it can happen anytime for any player. But in general, if you ever want a general one to bet so far this season, Justin Fields overpassing. But again, for this game tonight, For a starter QB who's not – there's no fear of him getting pulled. He's going to start the whole game. He has had uh, 150 yards, 160 yards, and tonight was around 165 or 170, depending on when you saw it and took it. That is just insanely too low for a starting QB in today's NFL, even with a terrible offense and an offense that wants to run. You're going to backdoor your way into that a lot, nine out of ten times.
0: I agree completely with that. And a good old – the the live line right now is 23-and-a-half over-under. How about that? It just sounds like a wonderful game.
1: Oh, my gosh. Uh, As as Justin Fields just overthrows and misses Mooney for a deep pass. Brilliant. Brilliant. uh,
0: Anyways, we appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll be back with our official plays this weekend. Hope you guys are well. And good luck this weekend.
1: Keep your eye on our Twitter for the live plays. And bet or don't bet, just have fun. Oh, 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 oh.